Hello and welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James, and I'm joined by Matto Phillips. Catching up on some sleep after this last week and a half or so? Oh, man. I'm exhausted. Just when we thought, just when we thought that 2023 had too many games, 2024 is going to have... Starting to fill up. Still too many games. And then 2025 is going to come around, and there's still too many games. Look, we don't have to lose... I mean, we won't... You know, 2024 is going to be nuts. Let's not lose sight of the fact for everyone in the meantime that August through to October is completely and utterly... It's just a train wreck for for that, that block of three months coming up. So everyone can look forward to that. November, at least, I mean, at least in terms of games that have interest to me, I've actually got nothing, which is a nice, nice surprise. And even December, there's only one game there, and we'll pro- I'll probably find an opportunity to talk about that a little bit later on in this episode. But um, I don't mind that the end of the year is very quiet, at least at the moment. I'm sure some indies will pop up, and there's I guess there's Pokemon DLC to come somewhere along the way. But I haven't even scratched the surface of that those games yet so um, Pokemon has DLC now yes uh, what, was it Sword and Shield had big DLC oh, expansions oh, and um, and what yeah what uh, what were we called what was the most recent one again Dicklet I don't know was what it like Ruby was it oh, I don't know oh yeah uh, Violet, Scarlet and Violet um, they'll have they'll have, they've already announced they've got DLC expansions so maybe you know some of that later in the piece anyway but that's that's nothing who cares um so we're going to go through our top X number of games from, uh, I guess, this whole summer showcase period from Summer Games Fest to the Xbox showcase, Ubisoft. We'll skip PlayStation because they deliberately kept themselves separate and so they can remain separate. Uh, there was Devolver, Capcom showed up um, with a pretty shitty showcase, but anyway. Um, and I'm sure there was other... I mean, then there's all the kind of the neutral ones, the PC game show, wholesome games, all that sort of stuff. So... We're going to just talk through our top five or six games from the showcase, and we'll probably spin off and end up talking about other games along the way as well. But um, are yours in any particular order at all? Or are they all just kind of random? No, it's random. Mine are out of order as well. So, no, I don't um, have it. Nothing. Kick things off for us, though. I think you were saying beforehand you've got six, so get the ball rolling. What's, uh, well, what's I'll put what an extra you? one in there. I'll put an extra one in there, but that's, right. I'll, that's, I'll, not, that's, a, that's an honourable mention, that one. I'll leave that one as an honourable mention. I'm happy. Right. I'm happy to. I'm happy to match you and go with seven. Then now, now this one, it's. I don't know if this game will be either be good or bad. It's going by the trailer. You just laugh and think this is silly, but also at the same time, this game could also be incredibly frustrating. And that is, baby steps. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, that's that's a game. That's that's a real it's a game. game. Did you play Ape Out on the Switch a few years back? No. Which is I what did not. like the developer made Ape Out before this. Ape Out is amazing. When I saw Baby Steps at first, I'm like, this this isn't like I, I was really against it at first. Um But the more I've kind of stewed on it, the more it's sat well with me. I think I'm more just laughing at it because it's called Baby Steps. It's a grown man in a baby outfit. And that just makes me laugh even more because I think <laughs> it's just it's just so many levels of stupidity. It's not funny. And then I have bad memories of that game. Was it the quarry or whatever it was where you have to try and get that man over the finishing line and all his limbs are different keys? Oh, like um, Quop. W Quop. That's the one. And that was yeah, it's, it's basically, it's basically it's HD Quop. And then for some reason, there's just an Australian in there for some reason. I just laughed and gone, that is a genuine... Australian accent. 
which yeah, I, I don't know what was going on, but it was awesome. I can I can really get around. Or or for just kick it over some rocks, and then you just think, oh, what's going to happen? Nothing. Um, but it's definitely going to be one of those games. It's either going to be incredibly funny and entertaining, or it's just gonna you're going to punch a screen, one way or the other. Yeah, and I'm honestly yeah. not sure which way it will go. Like it's really one of those fickle, fickle things. Um. But I guess that's kind of the point. I guess, actually, yeah, there's kind of parallels between that. Like, did you play Octodad? It was like a launch title for the PS4. No, I did not. If you want to set yourself for this, I reckon the best thing you do is probably play Octodad and get yourself... Like, if you want to get into that sort of headspace and see if it's going to be a game for you, Octodad's the one to, to pick up. Octodad Dadliest Catch is the game. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Gabe Cazillo, who uh, I guess he's a, he's a former Dev Diary guest, but one of the... One of the one of the people working on Baby Steps, and it does look pretty cool in like a totally stupid kind of way. But are you looking at uh, looking up Octodad? No, I typed it down just to make oh, yeah. sure to look at it later. You'll you'll have a good time with it. It's it's a pretty fun game. Um, any other thoughts on on Baby Steps though? No, I just laughed. I just laughed at the man in the baby suit in the baby outfit. I just laughed. I thought that's fair. It, it just made it just was yeah just stupid. I but how stupid is the question. I'd, don't know, like, I mean, that was a Devolver title, and that was from the Devolver showcase, the Volvi Strikes Back showcase, uh, which we might have to talk about Volvi a little bit later. Volvi, Volvi was also in Ape Out, apparently. Uh, let's just do Volvi now. Volvi was everywhere. Volvi. I know. I never, I never knew... You know when a narrative is... You're so sucked into it to realise, like, hey, on a second. It's, you start Volvi's asking not actually quick. in all this shit you at all. Yeah. I was like, you try to ask... You second, second guessing yourself, thinking... Hmm. It's like, because they're going back to the late 80s, do you think, oh, yeah, maybe it was, Volvi was a real thing back then. then Did Volvi actually hotline. get patched, like, put in Cult of the Lamb? Is he actually there? Then, then you start seeing Hotline Miami, you're thinking, hey, on a second, or what's the, uh, my name is the banana one. Oh, oh um, Pedro. Well, Pedro. Yeah. And you're thinking, hey, on a second, I don't remember Volvi being in Pedro. Then you start to think, trying to figure out, that was to the point where I thought, I don't know what's real anymore, and I just went with it. I thought, I just want Volvi in my life. I don't care. Give me Volvi. If there's yeah, t-shirts, Vol- hats, good. toys, if the Volvo makes it, I'm buying it. No, there's actually Volvi merch. It's legit Volvi oh, really? merch. Yeah. Oh, I'm buying it. Yeah, no, you can... I, lost, I wasted all my, all my money on a Starfield controller. Yeah, I'll... I'll probably get that at some point. That's that's nah, awfully tempting. If there's, Vol- if there's Volvi stuff, I'm buying the Volvi stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, Volvi's legit. So uh, you can, you can go and, you can go and get your hands on all that. Uh, I don't know about you. I, I didn't. I mean, that was a Devolver game. I didn't have any Devolver games from their showcase at all. My thing, and that's simply because the the one that I really want to play, being like Plucky Squire, didn't show up through any of those showcases. It was at the PlayStation one, and and that was it. So. Um, just kind of quietly sitting back and waiting for that one to launch somewhere again before the end of the year. Hopefully it's like December and November and not going anywhere near that that glut of, of games in the July, August, September period, but we'll, or sorry, August, September, October period, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, for me, and I guess I'm just going like top to bottom in terms of the, the list that I assembled, but the game on top here is the one that I certainly think presented the best across several different showcases in the end and some hands-on stuff that I've... Uh, sorry, some uh, gameplay stuff, behind closed doors gameplay stuff that I've seen. Um, Alan Wake 2. Oh. Holy shit. It looks so good. The way they're, they're demoing the, the two-character thing. 
um, and the way you can kind of just pick and choose there. It's not like, um, I guess it's a bit more GTA and that sort. You can kind of jump out and jump straight into other stories and that sort of thing. You're not forced. Okay, this is a moment, like, which is what I assume will probably happen with Spider-Man where, okay, story beat change. You're now forced to go jump into Miles's shoes or back into Peter's or whatever the case happens to be. Of course, in like free you know, open world stuff, you can probably play whoever you want. But um, for story beats, you've got to be this certain character will it seems like with Alan Wake too, like they've got their separate stories, but you don't have to, you can play Alan's all the way through and then jump across. You can do whatever you can swap between characters. It really doesn't actually matter. And that's pretty cool. Let alone the, the horror gameplay that's working for. But it's not a, it sort of just feels like Alan Wake still just in some parts, except you're not fighting shadows. You're not fighting shadows. It just seems yeah. you're fighting. God knows what, whatever Alan's created, that's what we're coming up against. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, the, I think yeah, it's Alan Wake at its core, but at the same time, the the gameplay tightened up and um, certainly scarier. So, because the, the last game I would say was just more suspense. Like you, you knew that you pretty much had things in hand most of the time, whereas now these things are pretty pretty terrifying and they're closer. They're coming up closer to you, so you've really got to scramble and fight a little bit more. So we'll see how we go. But yeah, I'm I'm really into what they showed there. So uh, that is actually the game I like. The rest of them aren't ranked. Uh, this is only number one because it's alphabetically first, but it's also my number one game of the the whole winter, summer, games fest showcase period. I kind of forgot about it when it came up at Summer Games Fest because there... It feels like actual... more of a PlayStation thing because it was... Yeah, the Remedy guy fest. was there as well talking about it. I thought, oh yeah, I kind of forgot about that game. Sam Lake, oh, or you mean Max Payne? Well, take your pick. Was maybe Max should have been in there instead of the lady? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, actually, well, no. Actually, Rockstar owns. No, yeah, no, no. But so what I was making, like Sam Lake, the guy who came out during Jeff Keighley's Summer Games Fest, he's actually the face of Max Payne. He's also the head of the company. Oh, oh he was the head of Max Payne. Sorry, in like one and two. Obviously, not so much in three. But then he's he was playing some sort of role in Alan Wake Two as well. So I don't know. Let's just say Max Payne is now in Alan Wake Two. Course. Which then crosses over with control somehow, and like it's just a mess. Yeah, or it is just Max is just sitting there at a bar drinking and doing nothing else and crying about his. Some giant monster life. comes up and eats him. Yeah, what a way to go out. Um, what's but, next for you? Uh, next one on my list is uh, Pal World, the Pokemon oh, game, the, Pokemon like the, with guns, the one where they're yeah. like they're working the conveyor belts and guns are yeah okay go, go for it talk about and just, it when, when, when you heard it, it was that i think it was at the summer's game fest and you just hear the crowd just laughing just thinking this is stupid it's like you see this giant pokemon with a chain gun and you just look at it and go yeah this is uh pokemon on violence there's or, a few of them that really look like pokemon because really like i'm looking at it going hmm i wonder how nintendo's not just gone hey Knock this off. Nintendo will might... do what Nintendo always does, which will wait to be like, wait until the absolute last minute, just when they're about to get the game done, and then boom, legal on them. It was, yeah. yeah, well, that wouldn't surprise me at all, but I do want to play it because I just look at it and think it would be hilarious just shooting... Oh, they're not Pokemon. I don't know what they're called. They're just... Pals. Well, shoot shoot pals. your pals. Pal monsters. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know what else to say about the game, but like it's it's weirdly interesting. Oh yeah, maybe it's just they took inspiration from whatever that open world Pokemon game was, the one that starts with A. Oh, uh, Legends Arceus. That one. Or Arceus, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, just take an inspiration of that and just said, hey, let's put guns in it. Done. Checks out. But do they have any special moves? No, who knows? They just have guns. Yeah. Um, for me, the next one is, I th- I think probably for at least a number of people, um, I'm not going to say the majority, but for a you know, la- fairly large number of people, might have been probably the game of the show. It was certainly, uh, like of the whole period, um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I know you're not going to necessarily have a huge amount to say, but you would have seen it in the showcase, so I don't know. Like, did did it um, stick with I, you I at think, all? I, I don't know if it was that. Was that the thing with the door dash thing afterwards? He had to sort of save himself. Or was that another game? I uh, can't remember. No, no, so... Um, wait, just, I know the Final Fantasy, I was just trying to think the door dash thing because everyone was yeah. getting excited, like, ooh, and there's like door dash power. I was like, and everyone was like, just God, ah. Oh. Yeah, there was the the Ever Crisis, which is the mobile game. That's kind of, I think, like a like a remake retelling of kind of every single one of them. I think, except remake, um, like the twenty twenty remake. Uh, I think it's like all of them kind of bundled together in some sort of mobile game, um, which oh. in of itself actually seems like it could be pretty cool. But uh, yeah, he he did that, and he was like, speaking of Final Fantasy, and people have just gone, holy shit! And he realized his I think he realized his head's gone, oh shit. Bring it back, bring it back. Yeah. DoorDash, I was like, oh. Like, oh, shit, I'm announcing that in about half an hour. Just dial it down, guys. Calm down, people. And it was one of those weird ones, because on top of it, like, everyone knew it was, like, a really badly kept secret, because the Final Fantasy VII Twitter account, or, like, all their social channels, actually, were just putting out these really basic, like, Q&A-style messages all of a sudden. It was religiously one every day, same time, and the seventh day was the day of... Summer Games Fest, so like you knew that they were building up to a trailer there, but so I think when when Killy went that way, people start to foam at the mouth, and then I don't know, people started to maybe doubt it for a bit. I I I'd kind of when he doused put water on the flames after that moment with the DoorDash thing, I'm going oh okay maybe it's not at the showcase at all then, and so when it finally popped up as the the one more thing game at the end, it took a moment for it to click, even though it like had Midgar and there was key characters on the screen very very quickly. But anyway, um. I mean, it looks awesome. The uh, keen to see what they're going to do, be doing with this story now that they have completely pivoted away from what Final Fantasy VII's actual plot was. The gameplay looks pretty sweet. Um, it's more of what made the 2020 remake a game of the year for so many people. So um, I, there's not a lot more to say. They'll show more in time, and there's still still Final Fantasy 16 to be dealt with in the meantime. But uh, yeah, Seven Remake Part Two or Rebirth looks pretty sweet. Over to you. Oh, do I um, wait? But my next game, it's weird. I don't understand fairy tales again. The very, very dark side of treatments. I mean, because there's this is not the one, but isn't there a Winnie the Pooh one? Coming oh out yeah, yeah, from after? the um from Simon Ring of Pain, Dev. Yeah, um, I can't remember what's called. It. I thought it was going. It's not Winnie's. I can't remember what it was called. Winnie's, Winnie's Hole? Oh, it is Winnie's Hole. Okay, I wasn't no, let me, thinking let me, wrong. Let me double then. check. Thought, but ring. Oh. I th- 
Just to be clear, this like their it. last game was called Ring of Pain, so like it's not necessarily a surprise that we go down, uh, that we find ourselves down this sort of path. I was just trying to think because I'm talking about Lies of P, which is about something to do with Pinocchio or something. I just I don't understand it. Or Dark Souls Pinocchio. Yep. Winnie's hole. I, I just when I saw the pictures and posters of that it absolutely terrified the shit out of me. I was just looking and going, My God, but not Winnie the Pooh. I knew there was a horror Winnie the Pooh type game coming out. I just thought No, there was a Win- horror Winnie the Pooh movie that was going on. Oh movie. Movie. Oh yeah. That's, no, this is what, this... what the hell is going on here? Is this the new fad going out? It's just ruined people's very childhood. Well, no, it's more right the case there. of uh all of Disney's properties are becoming part of the um Oh, I forgot the name of the, but they've kind of gone public, um, public domain or something like that. So, oh, so ne- free! Yeah, so now people hunting. can start using them, and and you oh, watch no. with some of the shit that is coming out. And I, I suspect Winnie's Hole will actually be good, despite how creepy and shit it looks, and because Ring of Pain was awesome, and Simon and the team are really really talented. But um, I feel like Disney's going to look at this and say, like, see, look what they're doing, and we'll try and. Locked down and, and then they see Pinocchio in a Dark Souls type of game. Go, what the hell is this? Yeah. So go, go on. Talk about Lies of P. Lies clearly. Lies of P. It's. I didn't know what to expect from it. I thought I see the trailer. I was like, okay, what the hell is this? I said, hey, free demo. I thought, I'll give that a go. Then started playing it. Gone. Hmm. This feels Dark Souls like. And then. Oh, yeah, it's Bloodborne all over. Or Bloodborne. And then, would you believe it? It is. But, I did not dislike it. I'm just not very good at those type of games. I play it like, oh, I don't mind it at all. But I'm just really, really rubbish at it. Because yeah, I'm just, just more of a hack, slash and hack guy. Not a patience and understand moves and this and that. And it's just weird. Yeah, there's a certain game I'm playing for review right now that I'm redacted and embargoed into oblivion on that uh, really suits my skill set, which is exactly what you described it. Slash and hack and... Um, Mash the buttons as much as you like. And or, almost, yeah. And like combos, really basic sort of comboing and those sorts of things. Like it's pretty easy to to get your way through it unless you decide you want to ratchet the difficulty right up. Well, um, the Souls games, Bloodborne, Lies of P, nah. So Shakiro. Elden Ring, you name it. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, not for me. But it, I can't lie, it looks amazing. Like, this is the sort of one that I'll definitely try and catch all the, the cutscenes and that sort of stuff once people compile it and put it all up on YouTube. I want to see what this thing's all about. And if but they see, add, like, easy levels, like, easy modes in it, count me in. Yeah, uh, good luck with that. All the stupid Souls fans will go, ooh, learn how to play it yourself. I'll say go away. Yeah. Go... Go play Star Wars Jedi Survivor. It's way better than your Bloodborne yeah. bullshit. Yeah, because there's a frog in it. Is your game well, a frog too. in it? No. Ongo Bongo. Old, old Ongo Bongo. <laughs> no, not Ongo Bongo. Rick the Door Technician. Let's not oh, forget about... Everyone's favourite. Everyone's favourite boss. That will be well-known for many, many years. If everyone talks about Rick the Door Technician, you know where you were when you fought Rick. The door technician. Well, it was in a ship, but still, it was good. Yeah, it's good. No, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely all for it. R.O.P. Rick. But um, hopefully, there's a spin-off game, and we just play as Rick, the door technician. 
as he dies Day repeatedly. That that game can be like a pure Souls like like his like Groundhog Day, be like Groundhog Day or a better version of thirteen minutes or twelve minutes, whatever that stupid game is called. Oh yeah, twelve minutes. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's just Rick, the door technician, just dying over and over again. Be fun. We'll never see it because Star Wars won't allow that. No, they won't allow an underdog to be well known. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's a yeah. You've nailed that. Um, any other thoughts though on Liza P? No, not really. Real good. It's just looking good, but I'm just not very good at it. But that's nothing new. Speaking of games that are looking real good, and I suspect this might be on your list somewhere. Um, because we were just talking about the same IP a moment ago. I've got Star Wars Outlaws on the list. Oh, yes. I do Holy shit. List. Holy Ooh. shit. That game's looking Ooh. good. It's got a lot of what I... I mean, it's it's lighter and more vibrant, but it feels like uh, the Star Wars 1313 that we didn't get in some in some respects. Kind of, It's all pistols. I don't... You know, no lightsabers. I'm sure lightsabers will turn up and maybe you've got to try and get away from someone with one. Maybe Darth, maybe Darth Vader shows up or whatever. Spoilers for other Star That's Wars games. A, that is... Not a spoiler in these games no more. You just hear breathing like, oh, there he is. Yeah. Hi, yeah. right, hi, Darth. Yeah. Nice to see you again in another game. Can I just shoot you? Can I go away and go play the game? Thanks, thanks, Darth. Um, I think I can't remember the exact thing. I think it was somewhere between two and three, if I remember right. Um, or it could what, be epi- of the Star Wars or episodes one and two. Yeah. I, so I no, no, Darth. When is uh... oh. Oh, is this the quest to find Darth Maul's Star legs? Wars That'd be great. Set. Star Wars Outlaws is, is set during the events of the original trilogy. No, specific. Oh no, specifically between Empire and Return of the Jedi. So 100% we could get Darth Vader. Oh, so no Darth Maul's legs then. Um, however, the game will not focus Watch. on the conflict, but rather on the criminal underworlds of the Outer Rim. But of course, they're going to find ways to bring Skywalkers and stuff into it. You can't. Of course. You can't not. Of course, you're going to find Han Solo if you're doing outlaw stuff. No, that too. That's, of that's an easy option. Of course, you're going to find old Jabba or some other. Or Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah all, like, you've got to get the main face in there. But like setting that aside and whether they do or don't do that, because to. Um, the great credit of things like uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, you don't see a lot of familiar faces. Obviously, there's Darth Vader, but um, otherwise, there's not a lot of really familiar stuff. It's mostly new characters, new cast, and and respawn doing an amazing job. So I'm hoping that uh, Star Wars Outlaws is the same sort of thing. I've I'm firmly of the mind that uh, this team, massive from Ubisoft, is basically becoming like they are Ubisoft's version of. Uh, respawn at this point. They're maybe not quite there on the same sort of level because they haven't been doing it long enough. But between two awesome um, The Division games, they're working on the Avatar game, which looks fantastic, and oh, I'll touch on fuck. I'll touch on that shortly. <laughs> okay. Um, no, Far, no, go. Far Cry. Far Andor. Cry. Okay, yes, thank you. I was um, looking to go, hmm, it's the new Far Cry game in... In Pandora. Whatever, in Avi or whatever, the Nanavi or whatever the stupid yeah. planet's called. No, Pandora. 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 Um, but uh, yeah, it's like between division, the two divisions, they've got uh, division Heartland, which is I've lost track of which one's which now. One's one's mobile, one's not. But there's um, resurgence in mobile. Heartland, Heartland is the other one. Um, and then then Star Wars Outlaws as well. Like this team is, and they haven't missed so far. So no, I, I think what I look at Star Wars is pretty much Assassin's Creed, 
Division. And there was one more game. I was going to say Ghost Recon, even though Ghost Recon's not that good. Watch Dogs, pretty much all put together. That's how I look at it. It's just... Yeah. And I'm all for it. I just looked at that the, the gameplay they showed and you just think, I'm buying it. The way the no wanted thing are. appeared when she walks outside? Oh, yeah. Oh. It was good and stuff. The, and you're on your little speeder going around and just blowing stuff up and your little fur buddy just, hey, go get that gun for me. Exactly. Just... Was that game on your list? It was. It was yeah, probably yeah. the number one, but I don't care. I just saw, I saw, the, we saw the trailer at the Xbox showcase, like, ooh, I'm excited. Then we saw the gameplay at the Ubisoft Ford, and I thought, shut up and take my money. That's, I don't care. Yeah, they've, um, they're doing some pretty cool stuff with it. So really, really keen to, to see more of it. And I'm surprised and thrilled that it's coming out next year, or supposed to come out next year. We'll see what happens, but it's supposed to come out next wow. year. Wow. We haven't seen many games come out on time. There's been very few, so if it does, and again, get they delayed, are doing Avatar, which is December, and then, then this in 2024. It feels like a lot in a short space of time, but who knows? They could be massive in name, massive in nature. At this point, they could be. They could have a whole bunch of teams working on stuff. So it's possible, I guess. Actually, have their shit together, unlike other developers. Yeah, and actually, Ubisoft does tend to like throw. And I think they. I think they said it somewhere along the way that they're like it's not just massive. Like they're bringing all their their Ubisoft teams from all over the world, kind of contributing resource and stuff. Very much like an Assassin's Creed game, where there's like ten to twelve teams that are all doing different things, but then you've got the main the main central team at Massive. So that might be the way that they get the thing done. Um, I don't know. Like you were going to talk about Star Wars, I guess. Any other thoughts that you want to add to Star Wars Outlaws? No, I think you pretty much said everything. It's looking good straight up and uh, hopefully people don't compare it to Watch Dogs and go oh it's nothing like this and that like ah it's a Star Wars game I don't think they're going to disappoint Disney because Disney will just go right no more Star Wars for you yeah no they, they, I don't think it's going to disappoint I think it'll be at, no. at the very least it'll be a good 8 out of 10 game so um, we'll see what happens there you're not uh, going to make everyone happy on a Star Wars game as long as you get the majority of people because some people probably don't like the Jedi series in they're just idiots. Yeah, they are. Uh, but they're, or, or they're Souls fans, which means they're still idiots. Uh, um, go play Soul game, you idiot. Yeah. Go on. Uh, I guess. I guess given that, then I'm. I've stolen stolen a game off you. I'll. I'll go again yeah, so that I can. Yeah. Um. Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. I did not have that one. Two D Metroidvania. All all the right stuff. It's presenting really well. It's coming out January, which is pretty sweet. Um. I assume this one's not going to get delayed. People are downvoting the game on YouTube for some reason. I don't know why. Um, Idiot. Because maybe because they wanted uh, something the something to do with the art style. Actually, they, they, they didn't get that. Oh, who cares? Yeah, they can. You can't make it look like Assassin's Creed because otherwise it's just going to be compared to Assassin's Creed, even though Assassin's Creed came from Prince of Persia. But no one cares about that because there's been 17 different Assassin's Creed game and they've all forgotten about Prince of Persia. Except for old people who remember Prince of Persia. Yeah, I... I have no idea. Um, but didn't they... The old, I remember the like old mobile game that used to be a Prince of Persia game that was 2D. And that was good. See what the problem is and then get your magic tricks back or whatever it is. I didn't really watch all of it, to be honest. I was just like, oh, I don't really care. 
I'm what trying to be? look up now why people have why people are cracking the shits over Prince of Persia, but two days two days dead is not only twenty eight twenty eight percent of votes on the thing are positive. Twenty eight percent. Who are these fools? Some suggest the game doesn't look like a true Prince of Persia game. With one comment from God knows what that username is. Wow, amazing game! Now show us Prince of Persia. Wow, amazing comment! Oh. Fuck off. Um, wow. So yeah. Wow. These are these Blizzard fans. Another person saying, "Can't wait for this to drop on the PS2." Uh, so again, they're wow. they're complaining about visuals, because, like it's got a specific style. So. Um. Some Maybe expressed displeasure at the way it was presented in the trailer, particularly its re- use of rap music. Uh, one user referred to the trailer as "Fresh Prince of Persia," which is pretty clever. I like that. And to be that's fair, good. That is good. to be fair, the tone of the trailer with the music, I wasn't big on. Um, that's not they really rap. Not really. That's... Yeah, the, like the the debut trailer. I think the one from Summer Games Fest, not the Ubisoft showing itself. Um, like it was kind of yeah underpinned by some rap music, which didn't really do anything for me at all but i was also able to set that aside and look at the game for what it was and the game looks awesome so yeah well will people be upset if it runs at 60 frames a second is pretty good though (laughs) they should just call it that i'm going to write that down so that uh, come review time that is gonna be the subtitle of the review well i don't know why they just don't call it that just to piss off everyone it's just jump on board and just you know Make some merchandise to, or someone's make a T-shirt just say "Fresh Prince of Persia." <laughs> I, I uh, do I do it as a patch thumbnail? <laughs> um, we'll see. Why anyway, not? we'll we'll cross that bridge later. Back over to you though uh, for a game that, oh, well, I've I've, oh. ta- I've hogged the last little while now. No, man, I might. Well, this one probably not, might not be on the list, but it's not a game that I would generally play because I don't really care about this style of game. But it looks interesting. But you wouldn't have cared about Baby Steps either, and yet here we are. Here we are. And that is uh, Mortal Kombat 1. Oh, yeah. 12th one in the series of... I was blown away. I said, oh, it's been away for 30 years. I thought, man, I feel old. I remember playing 2 back in the day on the Super Nintendo. That's... Then Ed Boon's there, and then you start seeing the trailer and going, oh, I see. I remember all these characters from... Too, because I just all got the same old outfits and that, and just some things haven't changed. Some things haven't changed, and you're like, oh, I know that character, I know that character, even though I never really played Mortal Kombat games for some reason. I just go, hey, I know that one. That's Sonya, and Man with the Hat, and Scorpion, <clears throat> Sub Zero, Raiden, the one, with, the one with four arms. That's the one, Raiden, Goro, that one with four arms, and then there's that other one with four arms and Kano. Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on with, with Mortal Kombat. But oh, look, it's I'm probably not going to play it, but it did look really good. So no, I'll probably won't play it. I'll probably just, if it was a demo or something, I'd give it a go. But would I buy it? Probably not, because I'm still slightly confused at how it all got there. Even though Ed Boon explained it, oh, something happened at the end of 11, he's trying to explain it. Like, oh, I still don't understand what you're talking about, Ed. Liu Kang became a fire god of some sort, and then he did yeah. something which uh, rewound time or something after that. Yeah, I don't know how I becoming a fire god becomes some sort what? of time magician, but anyway. So if you come a fire, if you come a fire wizard, you can bend time. Yeah, he apparently like pulled a time, time wizard Yu-Gi-Oh card or some shit and just rewound time. It's, it's like still a basically. really deep cut. Absolutely. 
and then started talking about John Claude Van Damme. I got confused for a second. I went, hey, I was like, hang yeah, on a second. That. I was like, hang on a second. Was he in a fighting game? I was thinking, oh, wait, that, no, that was Street Fighter. I got mixed up with my fighting games. But still, it looks good. And it's... Well, both games like showed only five, ten minutes apart from each other. So I get it. Yeah, well, but it looked okay. But would I buy it? Probably not. But it looks interesting to just... How we explain it going, oh, you get to go back and play characters from the first one and this and that. Or the looks of characters a lot. There's Jax with his arms intact. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, for those who are really into that lore of Mortal Kombat, this is going to be great for you, let alone the fact that, you know, Mortal Kombat is a really about, great fighting game as well. So, and Can you explain to me how five wizards can bend time or go back in time? That would be great. Yeah, we might have to like watch that shit on YouTube and proceed to not care. But anyway, I, I, we'll, we'll see. Honest, I'd still make no sense of it if I watched it on YouTube and go, even if someone explained it to me in like the most clearest of whatever, I'd still be going, I don't get it. Why is he a fire wizard and he can bend time? I don't get it. Well, I mean, it. it's story in a fighting game, so that, that's the first problem. It doesn't make That doesn't make sense in the first it's place. makes sense. You usually um, just go, right, fight, get to the top and win. That's the story. Cool. Yeah. I can't wait. I'll get this one this one out of the way because we've already I mean I've already kind of half touched on it a little bit and I can end the Ubisoft stuff because I've surprisingly taken a lot taken a lot to enjoy out of Ubisoft. Uh yeah, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora looks pretty good. Um yeah, it might be Far Cry Avatar or Far Cry Pandora or whatever. The only reason I say Far Cry because I said, oh, yeah, just take over this base. I thought, hmm, Far Cry. Yeah, there's there's definitely a few mechanics like that that feel like they've been ripped straight out of out of Far Cry. But at the same time, the I mean, it looks great. And I think, like, if nothing else, the world is going to look great because it kind of has to, given that you can, you can throw all sorts of criticisms that you want at the Avatar movies. But one thing is absolutely certain the world looks amazing. Um, so I think the the world of the game kind of has to, and if it's not, then that's a big, big like you've almost failed straight away because you've not been able to render that world the way it really deserves to be. But setting that part of aside, like it just it looks like it, yeah, it's not going to be some sort of groundbreaking game, but it might be just the the junk food that I'm looking for, especially in December, the end of the year, the old Far Cry three time slot. I can get around it. But most but most people just go look at the Avatar thing and kind of just forget about Far Cry. Because they made six of them and people still play them and they do really yeah. don't really pay attention to what's happening. But I think it's more the weaponry you can do. You can have your own little weapons and somehow blow stuff up with an arrow, which makes yeah, no I, sense. I have to re-watch Avatar. I, I do actually want to watch... Uh, what is, what's the latest movie called? The, the Way of Way Water. Way of the Water. The Way um, of Water. Like, I want to watch that, but I haven't watched the original movie since it first came out. So I oh, might just have to watch, watch that, then jump into the new movie and then be ready for... Frontiers of Pandora at the end of the year, but I mean, you could almost watch all the Lord of the Rings movies before the time you f- finish both Avatar films because they are incredibly long. Even though Lord of the Rings is also incredibly long, insanely long. And yeah, probably making more for some reason. Don't know just... why. Did you hear the comments from um, Embracer Group this week about Lord of the Rings because they own the franchise now? Oh, they said yes. we need to exploit the Lord of the Rings more. Exploit was the word they used. Those stupid well, at least, Well, at least they didn't be honest about it, but still, you are idiots. Have you seen Gollum? It is 
Well, to be fair, they did. Yeah, that wasn't really their fault. And then they thought, you know, it's a great idea. Let's make another Lord of the Rings game. That's a problem. It's like, that's just stupid. You can't even get Gollum right, let alone. Just get EA to do the old, uh, what is it, 2000 Return of the King games and just remake them. Because they'll still be better than the It's like some Moria game that's coming that was announced during Summer Game Fest as well. I can't remember. Can't remember the exact name, but there was some, some game set in Moria um, from Lord of the Rings. So we'll we'll see, but anyway, back there, over to you. Is there a game where hobbits get taken to Isengard? Because that'd be a great game. If that'd be great. They <laughs> don't brilliant. need anything else. Just just play. They're taking the hobbits to Isengard on a loop over and over and over again. We'll be good. And that is the game. Just try and get the hobbits to Isengard. You're just a bunch of orcs. Isengard, God, God. Anyway, and just try and avoid Treebeard, and then you'll be fine. I'm gonna double check what that Lord of the Rings game was while while I'm, while we're chatting, but um, oh, yeah, so they, my they final just, game, Lord of the Rings: Return to Moria, showed up not long after your mate Pal World. Oh, Pokemon Pokemon Shooter. Right. Yeah, there we go. All right, go for it. My final game because we talked about Star Wars is a Ubisoft game, and it is was it X Defiant the oh yeah. I don't, I don't, it was a be free to play. It's a battle royale type game. I need a new battle royale game because I haven't played Apex in two years and I've not bothered to go back. Can't be bothered playing Fortnite. And I can't be bothered playing any other battle royale games because I'll just get yelled at. So I might as well just jump in on the new one. I think it is like an open beta or something this this week. I think. Uh, yeah, I know there was an open beta coming. I can't remember. If... X. I think it's this week. It's... So they can test to see, just give the old servers the old test and see if they can get it going. Open for all June 21st to the 23rd, yeah, so it was a really small three-day block, but like they are, they're gearing this thing up for launch in like a month or two, I think. So just give the old servers a test to see if everything's working well and then go from there, which is a good thing and then also looks a lot better than... Uh, was it Hyperscape or whatever the other battle oh, yeah. game they had, which was not very good, but I think they're just going a bit more grounded and just go shooty shoot, bang bang, as you should, instead of trying to do any party tricks, which never really works in those types of games because people yeah, just sure. get bored of it really, really quickly, like the old Spellbound game, which did not last long. Spellbound? Oh, there's a cut. Right, yeah. for a split second I thought I was actually good at a battle royale until it was pointed out that it was probably bots that I beat <laughs> well yeah I did that too I thought I won a game I thought no nah, they're probably just bots yeah I think it was both you, you and know. Matt Houston that broke that to me like oh oh, is that what they're doing in this shit okay moving on if they look like they're not shooting at you they're probably bots <sighs> but that is my final game do it I just try to think. There was other games, but they were on Xbox. But we talked about Xbox last week. And we don't yeah, I've still got uh, I still got one final game, which is an Xbox game. It's Starfield. Couldn't help but talk about Starfield because it's absolutely belongs in like that top half a dozen games from the showcase. Um, in terms of games that are coming up, I don't know. Like it's, I mean, you've got Alan Wake and Starfield at the end of the year that are both slated. They're like they're going to be huge um, for me. And yeah, Starfield is right right up there uh, after that entire showcase. That. 40, 45 minute demo or whatever it was was just so impressive. They showed off every different possible aspect of the game and almost all of it just clicked immediately. And the shooting's and good. No vats. Finally. That's, that's a huge tick. 
And it's only taken them three games to figure that out. Well, it's it, yeah, just like, hey, take a look around you. You've got id, id software right there. Go speak to them about how to shoot a gun in a video game. They'll teach you. It'll work. And they just finally, finally did it, I think. So, um, yeah, I don't need to, I guess, retread too much ground with this one because we did talk about it last week. It and Avowed being the, one of the other games that kind of fell on my, I guess, honourable mention sort of list. Um, that's just looking unbelievably good. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, and people are sort of being concerned, like, oh, will Starfield succeed? Like, uh, yes, it will, because you got one guy there that was on Skyrim, the Fallout 3 and Fallout 4, and that guy is Todd Howard. God Howard. Um, so no, I he's, think he's been there since the beginning. Like, he, he's been there since the very first Elder Scrolls, so... But he wasn't the... But he wasn't the like director of them, so something like Fallout seventy six. He probably wasn't the main guy. Oh no, he could no. be. But I would probably say that Starfield's going to be. You would think it'd be a contender for Tears of the Kingdom, but that's the contest. Gonna be, I think that's going um, to be very tough. Spider Man two. As long yes, it will be good, but it won't be great because it's it's Spider Man. Yeah, you got, I mean, you've got but, Spider-Man that's definitely at least worthy of being in the conversation. You've got Starfield there. You've got uh, Zelda. You've got potentially Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, as another big high-profile thing that people are really anticipating and losing their minds about after the demo's gone public. Um, I mean, who knows? Liza P could be up there as another example as well because of like all the hype around that demo. Alan Wake 2. Like, there's lots of... I mean, we're, we're eating well this year, so... Um, it's not like last year where it was just two competitors and everyone else was just, thanks for coming. Yeah. But this now this year, year we've we got some competitors. This year, it's probably, it feels like, especially after that showcase, it feels like it's going to be Zelda v Starfield. But, yeah, there's not like daylight between those that are next. It feels like Final yeah. Fantasy, Spider-Man, all those could be, could be right there breathing down their necks where like if... If people kind of sour a little bit on Zelda, and if Starfield doesn't quite hit, um, not, not sour, but like you know, maybe it doesn't stick as much as Breath of the Wild did for people. Um, well, we know what Bethesda's going to do. Just put a fire dick in there as a gun, and then people will just go. It becomes game, game of the year. year. Guaranteed. Well, Nintendo is clearly trying to sabotage. They're cl- clearly sick of Zelda because they're putting putting out everybody one two switch uh, in like a week. They've just like cold announced that and it's coming out in two weeks. Uh, and then they've got Pikmin coming immediately afterwards, which is going to be Game oh. of the Year standard. So. so they're really trying to bury it now. Well, they're, they're sending, they're sending the Pikmin out to carry it away. Carry Link's dead corpse away. And then they'll have a Nintendo Direct and they'll say, hey, Metroid Prime 2 and 3 are out now and just try <laughs> and bury it even more. Oh, here, it. Hey, here's the trailer for Metroid Prime 4 as well. Just completely bury Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I, did check, I did check oh, yeah? old mate God Howard. Um, he started working on Terminator Future Shock in 1995 and his first Elder Scrolls was uh, some sort of design capacity in Elder Scrolls 2, 1996. So yeah, he wasn't there from the very beginning, but then once uh, Morrowind came along, he was already project leader and conceptual everything and just became head on show from that point onwards. The leather jacket man, leather jacket man himself, and but not on Starfield. He took the he took the jacket off. That's jacket how off. serious. He meant real business. This means serious business because he wanted to watch. Oh no! Apparently, he was uncredited 
for Elder Scrolls Arena, which is the original one. But anyway, whatever. Uh, he's doing some good stuff. I'll also just quickly shout out Assassin's Creed Mirage before we finish up, because I'm thrilled that's going back to back to what it should be. Um, but again, it's coming out at a really busy time, so we'll just have to see how everything works with it and Alan Wake and I know. what else is. And in I do world. like, and I do like that they got someone to speak live from their kitchen and from a Skype call. It was fantastic. <laughs> but oh yeah, Alan yeah, Wake. But- the seventeenth, sorry, Mirage the twelfth, Alan Wake the seventeenth, Spider Man the twentieth. Oh man, I that's I got no time to play those games. And, and the I, all important, Alone know. in the Dark coming a few days after that. Oh no, just put that in the bin. I'm put, yeah. I'm called it. I'm called it now. I, I don't care if the THQ's involved in charge of it, but that demo was rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll I played Liza. I played Liza P, that was a demo, and I enjoyed that far more than my casual walk in the light. Well, you did something, right? I did do something. I died many times. That's what I did in Liza P. But my biggest honorable mention of this whole Summerfest is Nicolas Cage in Dead by Daylight. Oh, of course. Yes, we've got to to make sure we shout out Nicolas Cage. Absolutely. No sense whatsoever, but it's just funny as hell. Did you see he's hanging out with Kojima? Yeah, I saw that. He's flown over he... to Japan to join Kojima at his studio, as if he's not in Death Stranding too. Oh, he's, he's going to be in there somewhere. He's going to be a hologram or something. Or his face is going to get taken off. Who knows? But especially Dead by, Dead by Daylight, you've had, like, what? Jason, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Nicolas Cage. Makes perfect <laughs> sense. Makes absolutely perfect sense. Uh... I mean, why not? I mean, at least in this case, Nick Cage is trying to escape. But anyway, yeah. All right. Um, On that note there, that absolute highlight of a note, we'll wrap things up there for this episode. Uh, That's it for all the Summer Games Fest, Winter Games Fest, showcases, all that sort of stuff, I think. We'll see what happens. Um, Unless, you know, Nintendo could start rolling out a Nintendo Direct soon. There's there's rumblings. But anyway, we'll we'll see what happens there. We'll wrap this episode up, though. If you enjoyed this episode of Patch, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons are down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live on the channel. That includes Patch, Player 2 Players, Gamer School, and a whole bunch more. Visit the website, player2.net.au, for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series Patched, the Player 2 Pixelcast, and Dev Diary. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au, kicking a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, higher tiers, monthly episode exclusives. And finally, there's Twitter. Matto? Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for myself. The website is player2au. And until next week, let us know in the the YouTube comments uh, what some of the games were that you were anticipating the most and enjoyed the most from this showcase period. Uh, But otherwise, thanks a lot for watching. And we'll see you next week.